Are you trying to be a hundredaire? Are you trying to be a thousandaire? I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on how to make a little extra money and how to save some money so that you can get to the next point in your journey. Bienvenidos, bienvenue, welcome, hello, salutations, welcome back to the Sewing Seeds Podcast. I'm your host, Winnie, and I'm back with an episode on how to save money. So let's hop right into it. I have about 10 tips that I believe that you can go ahead and apply today, which will help you save some money or only really one tip is to help you make a little extra money, but for the most part, get you onto a path that you can have a little bit more money in your account, all right? Uh, For those of you who are currently working, you can go ahead and start applying some of this stuff today. For those of you who are suffering a little bit in the financial department because of the pandemic, we can probably apply some of this later. Hopefully, everyone's going to be able to get back up on their feet, and I'm hoping everyone is healthy and safe during this time. All right, so the first tip is subscriptions. If you have any types of subscription services and you are not using them or they're unnecessary, please, please cancel them, okay? Um, I think, what was it? I had a Planet Fitness membership and I have like two gyms where I live currently that I get for free or that's actually included in my payment for rent. If you get one of them little beauty boxes or those FabFitFun boxes or... You have Apple Music or you have uh, Pandora Music, YouTube Music. If you have all three, cut one, two, two, two of them. You don't need three music subscription services, okay? They're all playing the same thing. You can find the song on one of them. If you can't, just pick one that can do the job for all and cancel what you don't need. There's no need to have all them subscription services, okay? The next tip that you can apply is auto transfer. This is something I generally do. I don't really have a lot of subscriptions, but I do auto transfer my money into my savings account. Okay. so prior to the beginning of this year, I would go every time I get my paycheck, take some money out of it, a certain percentage and drive to my savings financial institution and deposit the money. And then I just remembered, I'm like, Winnie, you're so much smarter than this. There's no reason for you to be wasting gas. What can we do to save you some time as well? So I remember a long time ago, I had a job where I would automatically transfer money into my checkings and money into my savings. So I checked with a payroll company and I could still do it now. So the beginning of this year, whenever I get paid, my money automatically gets transferred into my savings account and the remaindering of my money is transferred into my checkings account for me to, you know, pay my necessities and wants and stuff for me to get through the day to day basis. So that can be something you can apply. You can go ahead and just have your money auto transferred once you get paid right into your savings account. And just to segue into the next thing, with that being said, if you can't look at your checkings and savings when you're on your phone app, Put your money at a different financial institution, okay? So if you have Bank of America and every time you log into your account and you see that once you're at like $20 and your savings account says it has 
$100, you feel the need to transfer money from your savings to your checkings, put your savings account at a different bank. So for me, I have my regular checkings account at like a big name bank, and then I have my savings account at credit union. So whenever I get paid, my money goes into my regular checking, and then my money goes into my savings. And if I want to take money out of my savings account, which is another tip, I don't have an ATM card for my savings account. They offer it to me every time I show up and I'm like, no, no, thank you. If I need to take money out my savings account, I have to literally get my keys, get in my car and go to the bank, stand in line and ask for them to give me some money from my savings account. And I'm telling you, before I can even make it out the door, a lot of times I'm like, you know what? I don't even need to make that purchase. Okay. So that's a tip within the tip about how to save some money. All right. Um, And here's the next one. Watch your spending habits before you try to even save some money. Okay. sometimes it's not even that you don't have a money available to you. It's that you're just spending too much money that you don't see the money available. So when I say that, if you're someone who goes out to eat all the time, um, you're the first person to volunteer for any activities. They're throwing someone at your job who you're not even friends with a baby shower and you volunteer for decorations. Child, stop. OK, you don't need to do all that. That was shady. But you know what I mean? You're spending money that you really don't have. OK, for something that's really has nothing to do with you anyway. You can be nice and bring a gift. But spending money you don't have makes no sense. So watch your spending habits for two months. Don't do it now. Do it for a month prior to today. So try to do it December, January, and February. You see what your spending habits are for the holidays, and you see what your spending habits are right after the holidays and for a regular month. So you have an idea of how you can do things better for the next time when the holidays come around, how you can do better after the holidays, and how you can do better on a regular basis. So those are another tip for you to pay attention to your spending habits for two to three months so you can see where your money is going, okay? Um, the next thing is save your tax returns. When you get your tax return, it's not always the wisest thing to be like, you know what? When I get my tax money, I'm going to go and get me a new place. Okay. I'm finally going to have money for that security deposit. No, you don't. No, you do not have enough money because if you have to wait for your tax returns to come, obviously you didn't have enough money. If you can't afford to purchase something two to three times, you cannot afford it. Okay. Even when you apply for an apartment, they tell you you need to make two to three times the rent. Okay, you should apply that to every purchase that you make in your life. Okay, if you're buying a car and you can't afford the car two to three times, you can't afford the car. If you're buying, I don't know, maybe a soundbar and you can't afford it two to three times, then you can't afford it. Okay, sometimes a lot of the things that we're trying to purchase, we can't afford two to three times over. And that should really tell you something about how you're set going into a transaction, okay? But save your tax returns, okay? Some people, that's the first time and the only time they're able to save money is when their money, their tax money comes, don't just spend it. Or there's this thing like, feel like I deserve something, I will spend the change. So if I'm getting like $1,242, I put $1,200 into my account and I will buy myself something nice for $42. Or if it's 1,000 is just 200, I'll get, and it's, 
you know, obviously I have some money already saved up and I'm doing pretty well. I will take the 200 and put the rest of thousand dollars into my savings account. I do not take a majority of money that I'm receiving and spend it. That does not make sense because you don't know about tomorrow. I think a lot of people right now can say they wish they would have saved some money before this pandemic because they didn't know that their work was not going to be considered essential. They did not know that their spending habits was as bad as they are, you know? So it's really, really important to save money now for tomorrow. Next tip. If you're married and you have two kids or one kid and you're not accepting any allowances, you are doing yourself a disservice because you having to wait for your tax return to have extra money does not make sense. Go ahead and change the allowances on your tax document, your W-4 at work to allow yourself to have a little bit more money. That can help pay a bill, that can help you save some money, but that can help you get that much more further because you're giving yourself basically a raise at work. It's not significant, but it's something. If you do not have any kids, do not do that, okay? But if you do have people who are dependent on you, change your allowances on your taxes to get yourself a little bit more money to get you a little bit further. So that's another thing you can do in regards to taxes and your taxes at work to help you save some money or make a little bit more money. Next tip, create a savings goal. For some people, they don't lack the ability to save money. They just don't have a goal for the money. They don't have a purpose for the money. So with the money not having a purpose, they're just like, whatever, let me just spend it. Have your money, have a goal, have a purpose. So for me, that was one thing I started to do. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to save money for this transaction. And then when I received, when I got to my goal, I'm like, okay, I can afford it. Let me go ahead and do it. So I have primarily, I have two savings accounts. I have my vacation savings account. So whenever I want to go on vacation, the money that's in there, okay, I have money available to purchase my hotel, to purchase my flight, to buy food, to buy clothes for this trip. And that's one savings account. And then I have, and that's a short-term savings account. I have my long-term savings account, and that's the money I use to save money for a home. Or if I wanted to buy another car, that's the money in there to make those types of transactions. So have, or even even more so, I have money in there for the deductibles on my car insurance. So if I ever got into a car accident and they're telling me, okay, your deductible for fixing your vehicle is $500. Okay. I have the $500. I'm not sitting there with my, my head between my legs and I'm just crying or trying to, I'm like, oh my God, can someone let me No, If your money that on your deductible, if the amount that you put on your deductible is for $250, $500, $1,000, put that money in savings account for the day that you need it. You're not sitting there like, I don't have the money for my deductible. No, you do because you chose it and you saved it. Okay. Next tip. All right. Wait 24 hours before a purchase. If you see some, like some people saw these AirPods come out. Ooh, I'm going to buy some child you don't need them you still have them beats that you bought last year are they still working use them wait you see the new mia clarisonic brush you want to buy it for your face do you need to buy it right now wait 24 hours okay before you make a purchase of something that you want if it's not a necessity 
wait 24 hours after 24 hours and evaluate your bank account and your transactions and your future transactions. If the money that you have in your account after you buy this brush is going to put you into a deficit, you really don't need to purchase it just yet. So wait 24 hours. Okay. My next tip is for those who like to swipe their card and go home and look at their bank account and be like, where did I spend all this money? Okay. Use cash. Okay. I think I'm a little bit of a dinosaur with this one, but it's an excellent, excellent tip, okay? When I go to the store, they automatically put, I'm like, no, I'm paying cash. And they'll always look so surprised. And I'm, they're like, why is it that you steal your cash? I'm like, because I want to see where my money's going. Swiping your card gives you a false sense of security. Swiping your card makes you think you have money that you don't. Like, I never want to be standing in line swiping my card and then for them to be like, I'm sorry, your card has been declined. Oh, oh not me. Mm-mm. Let's try this again. Or I'll swipe the card. Do you have another form of payment? No, mm-mm, not me. My card is going to go through every time, okay? Because I'm not using it. Nobody wants to look all dumb in the face at the line. I will go. I, go, I generally do this Saturday morning when I go to do my grocery shopping. I go, I go. To the bank, I pull out my cash, I know how much I have there, and I will go through my transactions, and I will pay for it with cash, and then what I cannot afford, if I put something like Oreo cookies, and I know I really shouldn't be eating them, because I've seen my waist, okay, I'll put the cookies back, because I know my cash said I can't have it, okay? So if you're someone who has a hard time spending with your debit card, swiping that card, get some cash, and spend only with cash. It puts you on a budget and it lets you know what you have available to you. Okay. All right. Next is meal prepping. All right. This will be, I guess this will be something that can go hand in hand with the last tip of using cash. Before you go to the grocery store, make a list of your groceries, go through your cabinets and make sure that the stuff on your list are not already in your cabinet. Cause that's happened to me a few times. I'm like, I'm gonna go buy some vinegar. I have no vinegar. Apparently I did have vinegar. It just wasn't in the place that I put it last time. And now I have three bottles of vinegar. Mm-mm, don't do that. Go to your cabinet. You need ketchup. If you have ketchup and it's full, take that off your list. If you need chicken, you have no chicken, keep that on your list. Make a list of the things that you need before you go to the grocery store. And if you're someone who's trying to watch your waist anyway, make meal prep your list before you go to the grocery store, okay? So if you know you're having baked chicken, you're having baked salmon, you're having, you know, your keto diet, cauliflower rice, make your list of what you need for you to meal prep and everything, and that will save you even more money. Because when you go into the grocery store aimlessly, just putting stuff in your cart, oh, I know we don't have cereal, I'm gonna go ahead and put that. I know we don't have that, I'm gonna put that. Okay, once again, now you go home, some of this stuff, you bought some, how many times have you gone to a grocery store, you got the cereal, but you didn't buy no milk because you thought you had milk at home. This would be a great time for you to go ahead and apply this tip, okay? So you don't have two boxes of cereal and no milk and you have to make another trip to the grocery store. And then on your next trip to the grocery store, you buy another thing you don't need, okay? Make a list, check it twice, find out what's naughty or what's nice, okay? Next is make your hobby make you money. This is something I did when I was in college, okay? Um, when I was in college, I needed a little bit of extra money. So what I would do is I would braid girls' hair. I would do like crochet braids, regular braids, weaves. I found something that I can do on a Saturday. I would get up and I would do about three heads a Saturday of crochet braids or something for like 40, 50 bucks. 
and make me a little bit of side money, okay? And that was how I was able to make more money outside my regular job for me to make purchases that I wanted to make. So that $160 bought me groceries that didn't have to come from my regular paycheck. It paid for the gas in my car that didn't come from my regular paycheck. And it actually paid my water and light with my roommates that didn't have to come from my regular paycheck. So I used something that was a hobby, something that I was good at, and I would use that as a way to make some extra income. Another thing that I would do is I would sell some Haitian plates, some Haitian food, because where I went to school, it was in the Panhandle of Florida. So if anyone knows about the Panhandle, it's relatively not multi-ethnic. If you're from the islands, okay, and you go to a college where it's not really multi-ethnic, you have no plantain, you have no malanga, you have no pollo tropical. Pollo tropical is not even that good, in my opinion, but there was no pollo tropical for me to go and eat if I wanted some ethnic food. I had to like literally just make the food, have my mom send me ingredients that weren't in the area for me to make food. So I'm like, okay, Winnie, you know what? I'm going to make Haitian food. At the time, I had a guy I was seeing, and he was helping me. I had him frying the griot, and I was making the bunna. I made dili jonjon, but I made, I took something that I knew how to do, which is make Haitian food and make it make me money. So I was selling these plates, $12, $13, and I was making two, $300 on a weekend selling plates. And I would have people pre-order their plates and I would make their list and they would send me money and they would come and get their food. And then another thing I would do is I would buy a case of water from Sam's Club or if I knew I was going out of town or I knew somebody who was coming in, I'd be like, can you bring me a case of Hupania? Or can you bring me a case of that watermelon soda, Quran, Mystic, whatever drinks I know that usually is eat well drunk alongside the food? I would go ahead and make sure I had that with my food so people could have a nice ethnic meal with a nice ethnic drink and I can make me a nice pocket of money, okay? <laughs> so if you have something that you're good at, sell it. Sell it. If you're good at helping people move stuff, instead of having them hire a moving company, why don't you help them move their stuff and they pay you instead? If you're good at braiding down people's hair for a week, because we all know that the beauty industry is trying it a little bit every now and then, you got to come with your hair pre-braided, pre-washed, pre-sewed, pre-everything so they can just lay your edges if you know how to braid down a head of hair so people can get their wigs, charge $20 for them six braids. There's nothing wrong with that. Make a little money. If you have a talent or something that you're really good, even cleaning, if you're someone who's really good at deep cleaning, go ahead and offer your services. Whether it's like, okay, I come to your house, I come and clean, it's going to be $25 an hour or if you come if you want me to do a four-hour package you take like five dollars off so a four-hour package will be like $80 or something like that that's a way that you can make extra money if you're good at something you have a hobby that you can do let that make you money okay and then another tip is to buy generic or buy brand name when it comes to laundry detergent if you know that buying uh, Equate up and up laundry detergent is not going to get your clothes clean. You need gain, you need tie, you need arm and hammer. Buy the big name brand, okay? The big name brand is saving you money where you're not buying the same laundry detergent two, three times during the course of the one time you would have done with the big name brand laundry detergent, okay? And it's the same thing with dish soap. I prefer to buy the big name brand dish soap because the 
generic is not good. But when it comes to dishwasher stuff, I found the dishwasher um, pods and and drying solution from Target, the regular generic, was just as good as the big name. So it, it's a moment where there's a time where you're trying here, you're trying there, but there's a few times that you probably already know there's a couple of things that you can buy that doesn't need to be the big brand. And if you can save buying the generic, buy the generic if it works just as good. And if it pays, if it saves to buy the big brand name, buy the big brand name, okay? There's a few things around my place. You can come around and you'll see. I have in my bathroom, I have the regular generic toilet bowl cleaner I have for the inside of the bowl, um, for the actual rim of the bowl. Um, I buy the big brand name because I, well, actually there was one, it's called the Works and that one worked pretty well. But for inside the bowl, I use what actually works. Uh, for my shower, I get whatever store brand bleach cleaner, talk to, uh, mold, whatever, because I don't like, if it's starting to get a little black, I don't like that, that gray look. Mm -mm. I get the little bleach cleaner and I buy my disinfectant. Or for some people, it saves you money to make your own products because you don't like that chemical smell and stuff like that. You can get your vinegar, get your regular soap, and you mix up your own product and that will save you money. So you just need to sit there and evaluate between the generic and the big brand and find out what works for each. And if you find some good, cheap generic that works just as good as the brand name, use it because a lot of times the generic and the big brand name are made at the same fact uh, manufacturing company so i found that out with oreo cookies i don't know if anyone well there's a couple of companies there you know their fake oreos are not that good but a lot of the oreos are made at the same company like same place like cheerios there's only one place that they made cheerios for cheery who's same place as Cheerios. For Cheerios, the same place as Cheerios, okay? They're being made at the same place, so save your money and just get the generic when it comes to stuff like that. But taste it, okay? If it tastes bad, don't buy it again. If it works terribly, don't buy it again. If it works great, save that money and save your time, all right? So for those of you who are working less hours, and this is the last tip for today, who are working less hours and you have car insurance, or if you were recently let go by your job and you're still paying for your car insurance, call your car insurance company and let them know. Because for me, I called my car insurance company. I said, look, uh, I still work full time, but I am rotating. So some days I go two times, some days I go three times, but the, for the most part, I'm really going like two times a week, okay? What can we do about my car insurance? And they removed $100 off my policy because I am no longer transporting or, or you know, driving as much as I used to. And my policy is based off the fact that I'm driving a lot, okay? And if your policy is based off, you know, is it pleasure, leisure, work, business, that's how they develop the quote for your policy, call them. Especially if you're not going nowhere, call them. And bring down your policy. Save yourself some money. Some people save 50. Some people pay, save the 100. If do call them, you never know how much money you're going to save unless you just call. Some people who have all like all state by themselves, they're the only company that I've been aware of that's done this so far. They actually refunded their customers' money. If you have insurance, insurance is a sister company of Allstate. 
And if you have one of those companies, they sent all their insurance money back, okay? Because they're not using their policy as much. They're not going nowhere. People are having a hard time. So they're sending them back money. If you're like me and you had another company, I called them and I was like, hey, I'm not driving. And what can we do about my car insurance? They took $100 off. Another person I know who has the same company, she's like, yes, they took $50 off. So those are things that you can do right off the bat right now. If you got car insurance and you're not, you know, driving as much that you could save yourself some money. So I'm just going to run through it once again. Um, you know, first, save yourself some money on your car insurance. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions. Auto transfer money into your savings account before you even get it into your checkings. So that money doesn't even feel like you got it. OK, uh, watch your spending habits for two months so you can see where you're spending your money. Um, save your tax returns. Create savings goal. Wait 24 hours before a purchase. Use cash. OK, make your hobby make you money. Meal prep or grocery plan before you go out and buy generic or by brand name when necessary. So that's something, these are some tips that you can use right now, today, tomorrow, next week to help you save some money. And I am so glad that you've joined me on my podcast once again to listen. And next week we will talk about increasing your credit score, okay? Um, for those who already have great credit, you know, if you just want to just listen to listen, I appreciate the support. But once again, thank you for listening to the Sewing Seeds podcast.